Welcome to Hami Media Group, or as the cool kids say, HMG. We're here to provide you with the very best entertainment alternative media has to offer. Thank you to all our supporters who have made us what we are today. Follow us on social media, video, and podcast platforms at Hami Media Group. Become a subscriber to Hami Media Group at Patreon.com for great free daily content as well as off-the-top-rope extras. Subscribe to our affiliate Patreon channels with a plethora of fun content on various tiers that will bring tears of joy to your eyes. Vince Russo's The Brand, The Rip Rogers FR Podcast, Stevie Ray TV, Goldilocks, The A Show with Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, Velvet Sky and Angelina Love, The Beautiful People, and now... The Larry Hankin Stories. Support your favorite HMG and independent pro wrestling talent at ProWrestlingTees.com. Enjoy the ultimate meal with Zordo's Ultra Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Head over to ZordosOliveOil.com. Start your day with the best cup of joe, bro. Try a fantastic selection of flavorful coffee blends at TheBrosters.com. StevieRichardsFitness.com. Get off that couch and make a healthy change without leaving your home. Amazing resistance band and yoga workout programs at an affordable price that will help you become a band new you. Hear from the pros who live the biz, bro, with talent that have worked for every major organization led by the man who put the attitude back in pro wrestling and in your ear holes. It's gotta be russosbrand.com bro again we'd like to thank you for joining us here at hmg and now it's time to be entertained morons it seems like they're everywhere you turn every single day they invade the headlines Another half-wit criminal with a half-baked scheme. Another social media simpleton going viral. Another Florida man stretching the bounds of stupidity. Or another pack of SJWs throwing a temper tantrum. And that's not even the worst of it. From the empty talking heads on the cable news channels to the humorless hacks in Hollywood to the pea-brained politicians pulling the puppet strings, Everywhere you look, there's another idiot telling you how to live your life. Moron Joe, the man without a brain. Um, I'll have to just circle back. At this point, we don't need to watch anything that Biden does to make fun of him. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean... I mean, the dude, basically, he doesn't even speak. He just talks simlish. Simlish? Yeah, like... Will you shut up, man? I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there, and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I was trying to figure out why all the trannies kept getting HIV, so I had to put a dress and a wig on and go back to my favorite gay bars and bathhouses. Uh, but this time, I wore my triple mask on account of the COVID. I'll slap you in the face, and i say, I demand satisfaction, you son of a bitch. Did you know that an average adult man has 144 pounds of edible meat on his body? What? What, what the shit? Oh, it is just groovy, man. I'm telling you, the vibe. 
are immaculate. Well, Jay and Anissa have had enough. Armed with clever satire, madcap humor, and the craziest cast of characters in podcasting, they're lining up and taking aim at the world of stupidity every single week. Because it is time to go to war. The War on Morons. It is Tuesday, July 20th, 2021, and this is episode 90 of The War on Morons. I'm Jay. And I'm Anissa. Welcome to the show where we act like smartasses and laugh at dumbasses. Yes, thanks for tuning in, of course, whether you're watching on Gab TV. Watching on Rumble, watching on YouTube, uh, listening on Hami Media Group, or uh, maybe, maybe, just maybe, you're watching from your post at the new Capitol Police Field Office on orders from Jen Psaki, you know, to gather extremist content out of context to shut us down, destroy our lives, <laughs> oh, maybe God's put sake. us in prison. Let's just lay it out. I mean, yeah. without dangerous misinformation... <laughs> We don't have a show. Oh, yeah. Dangerous misinformation. I can't believe that shit. Like, <laughs> they literally, like, I mean, we tried to tell you. We, like, I remember right after the, uh, the fake inauguration, I was like, hey, uh, yeah, don't worry, guys. They're going to be kicking your doors in if you say anything bad on the internet, if you're a dissenter. Yeah. And, and then, like, people were like, yeah, oh, you're crazy. You're being ridiculous. And then, like, a few months later, I think Tucker, Car- Tucker Carlson came out and he's like, hey, they're spying on me. Hey, the NSA is reading my text messages. And people said, Tucker, you're crazy. <laughs> and then a week after that, the press secretary goes out and is like, yes, we're watching out for dangerous misinformation. Um, if you, if they say anything bad in their text messages or on Facebook, we'll, we'll, we'll ban them from the internet. It's almost <laughs> like the communist one, people. <sighs> you know, we should call the show dangerous. Dangerous misinformation. Like yeah, a but then, Yeah, but then that makes it sound like... I don't know, like, they actually have something, like, va- like they have valid information. The war on morons is an insult, and I like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, and we're not really the ones that are misinforming anybody. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, we, t- we take the piss out of a little bit. We, like, we, we make jokes out of the news. It's fake news sometimes. Yeah. But we're telling the truth. The people talking about dangerous information have literally lied about everything in I the mean, history of everything. I mean, it is dangerous information, because if to you that, believe yeah. it... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. in a world of shit. If you believe it, you're probably shooting poisons in your arm. If that didn't kill you yet, at least it sterilized you. If it didn't sterilize you, it probably paralyzed you. If it didn't paralyze you, well, you were brain dead to begin with. Yeah. I mean, I case in point, case in point, speaking of dangerous information, did you see um, in, in Texas, they had like a, every Democrat in their in their state legislature left the state. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. They, like, went on a strike. Boy, they love labor strikes in the left, don't they? Oh, they just don't want to work. Yeah. yeah no, they, they, there's, so there's a voting, basically a voting integrity bill there. So people can, so it's a little bit harder to cheat and steal elections. Not that that ever happens. Huh. Um, but, yeah, so that that's passing. It's going to pass because they're outnumbered and, like, the people want it. The people don't want, like, illegal immigrants and dead people and dead cats and fucking you know, Chinese teenagers playing Fortnite or whatever to, to be voting in their, in our elections. So every Democrat in the legislature is like, Hey, we found this thing on page, whatever the state constitution that says, if we're not 
in the building, when the vote happens, it doesn't count. They need two-thirds of the members of the House to be there. So hear me out. What if we spend like $1.5 million, we charter a private jet, we grab a few cases of Miller Lite, and we just, I don't know, just fly to, fly to Washington and, and hang out with our people? I mean, honest to God... What did they think? Were they just never going to return? They're wanted now. They're wanted fugitives. Like the, I I think it's called the Sergeant of Arms or something. Basically, like uh, one of the top cops in Texas is looking for these motherfuckers. Like, uh, like they're the fugitives. You shouldn't have to look too hard. They're posting Instagram photos of themselves smiling with selfies and shit. Well, no, the best thing is a bunch of them caught COVID. Like, literally, I think the count's up to five of these idiots. Now, of course, them being Democrats, they're 100% fully double vaccinated, maybe even triple vaccinated. Now, they weren't wearing masks on their plane ride. They already got in trouble for that, by the way. I I guess it's illegal. I mean, talk about being, what's the word, hoisted by your own retard? I mean, what's what's the problem? (laughs) They're vaccinated. They, they, they've they been social distancing for a year and a half now. Well, they, they weren't social distancing. They were packed in pretty no, tight mean, on that private the jet. Pre- for the previous year and a half. I mean, you know, what what's next? If you wear a bubble boy suit, you still have to wear a mask? Well, I, I, I mean, keep hearing stories about this. Like, I've, I've seen stuff on Twitter. And again, guys, I made a war on Warren's Twitter. I barely ever fucking use it. But it does exist again just because... Just because it's fun to look at these idiots. But I keep seeing people on Twitter that are like these liberals that love to think they're always right and love to call us idiots because they have the memory span of a retarded goldfish. And they're like saying things like, I don't get it. I haven't left my house but three times in the last year. I, I'm, I'm double vaccinated. I always wear at least two masks. And I just tested positive for COVID. Huh. It's almost like it's in the shots. It is almost like that. <laughs> or like the tests are faulty. Oh, yeah. Well, well, I mean, I just hope in this one instance, I hope that it, you know, that 99.98% survivability rate, well, let's let's pump those numbers down a little bit. Because, and this is, we might actually be breaking news here. In case you guys didn't know, Kamala Harris got rushed to Walter Reed Hospital on Sunday after meeting with these idiot Texas legislatures. Huh. They tried to... I mean, this is worse than 9-11 plus Pearl Harbor. What? Plus the Civil War. I mean, these are these are insurrectionists worse than the, the Civil War Confederates, as Biden would say. They tried to give Kamala basically bubonic plague. Wow. I don't even know what they're going to do for her. I mean, we all know hydroxy... What's it called? Doesn't Maybe they should give her some laughing gas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, moving on. Speaking of karma, entirely different story here. But did you see a lightning strike destroyed a George Floyd mural in Toledo? What? Yes. No, I did not see that. This was like, uh, I think it was like this time last week. So I don't even know how this happens. I've never heard of this happening. It's just a big mural of, you know, the the martyr George Floyd, the, the hero that that we all, you know, we don't deserve him. He's too big of a hero for for all of us. <laughs> but but anyway, a lightning strike came out of nowhere and and blew it like blew the mural up. There's bricks everywhere. It's completely destroyed. Now there's police tape surrounding. <laughs> That's insane. That's insane. I mean, uh, well, in other news, Joe Biden has added God to his <laughs> list of white supremacist domestic terrorists. All right. 
Jesus Christ is on the no-fly list. Oh my god. <laughs> what if God was one of... I know I've said that before, but this time I feel like he actually is. He's sick of this shit, too. Anyway, I think that's enough headlines. Yeah, um, let's get things started in the... Uh, well, we got to talk about our craziest... Uh, oh, yeah, the craziest yeah. story that didn't have room for uh, in the stack this week. Uh, All right, what do you got? TikTok trend of cleaning teeth with Mr. Clean Magic Eraser is surprisingly not safe, according to dentists. What the fuck? So, Yeah, so people are posting life hacks on TikTok, and of course, you don't have to be uh, qualified to do so. So a person, I guess, started this trend of using these Mr. Clean Magic Erasers, which... They feel like sponges, but if you don't know how they work, this is how they work. They're actually, like, insanely powerful exfoliators. They have, like, micro stones that just exfoliate the shit out of anything. Well, and I assume they're full of chemicals and bleach and stuff, right? Not so much. I mean, maybe a little, but it's mostly just the fact that they're, like, they can scrub paint off your walls, for God's sake. So think about what they can do to your plaque. And your enamel. Ding! Maybe we can do that in post. We can make it look like I've got super white teeth. Oh, yeah. I just used a Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, kids. It's safe. (laughs) Trust me. If you, But only if you're fully vaccinated. If you've gotten both of your shots, it'll get your teeth looking super, super clean. Oh, my God. Apparently, the person who originally posted this has been doing this for two years. Two years. And the dentists who have responded to this trend (laughs) are saying... Basically, the shit you're using on your teeth is as hard as glass, and it's like scrubbing your teeth with sandpaper. Like, I, I've heard that you shouldn't even use, like, medium or hard bristles. Like, I've heard, like, I don't, I, personally, I, I, I can't, I don't feel like it's working if I'm using a soft brush. But, I hear that you're only supposed to use, like, the soft head. Yeah. And these people are using... Melamine foam. Melamine foam. I, uh, that sounds like <laughs> some, some shit from NASA. And... I'm just assuming there's at least a drop or two, just a dabble, do you, of bleach. I mean, why don't, we just, why, don't we just, why don't we just go full hog? Why don't you just get, like, some sandpaper and stick it on a drill and just, you know, really get in yeah. there? Maybe they're using Tide for the toothpaste. Oh, I like that I'm idea. assuming Oxy, these are the same kids. <laughs> well, the funniest thing is, apparently these are people that are like, you know, like, they're afraid of fluoride. They're like, I'm going to do it the clean way. I mean, it says right there on the box, Mr. Clean. So you know it's, uh, you know it's environment. Anyway, anyway, moving on. If you want to join the show today, give us a call to the hotline. Uh, we're gonna roll the dice this week. So 813-906-9099. Or you can email us at thewaronmorons at gmail.com. We'll be checking the inbox. We'll read it on the air if you, uh, if you send it in during the show. Or hit us up online. We're on MeWe, Gab, Facebook. I already mentioned Twitter. Honestly, I don't think we even have any followers. I, I literally haven't told anybody. I didn't even realize we yeah. got back on Twitter. I thought um, that we were banned. I, we were. I just made another one. Oh. I think I, I think HMG followed us. Follow them. HamiMediaGroup.Podbean.com. Of course, the best place for your podcasting needs. Hmm. Anyway, leave a, leave a comment down below in the chat, too. Or if you really want to support the show, the online shop, baby. What's it? Bonfire? I don't even know where it's called. Try- <laughs> it's bonfire.com slash, 
I don't know. WOM podcast. We need to get a website already. Yeah, we need a, to get our a stuff website together before you know before the internet kill switch. Let's <laughs> let's invest in a in a GoDaddy or whatever. <laughs> they'll they'll strike us off the air faster than God takes out a George Floyd bureau. Alex Jones can have infowars.com. We can have the war on morons.com. I'm assuming he's in a bunker somewhere. I, I think he's got like shock troops. He's got Owen standing in front of the building with like a with an AR-15. <laughs> he has a tank. Have you seen that? Really? Yeah, he's got a tank. He rides around in Austin, fucking with the liberals there. Oh, you got it's like him it. and Owen shouting bullhorn, uh, you know, out, out the window of the tank. Like, you know that COVID is gonna kill you if you inject yourself with the with the deathly kill shot virus. Yeah. I think I'm a little bit Trump won. Lunatics in the tank, but you know. Ever, no, they they get mad. They go up and they like hit the tank like they think they're gonna hurt it. It's, oh my god! It's funny. Yeah, check it out. Anyway, t-shirt like this I brand love new this one. Design. CNN, get off the air. And yes, that's a dead Kennedy's reference. Punk rock. I mean, who says punk rock is only for the left wingers and the communists? If you got a brain, the dead Kennedy's lyrics make a lot more sense. Just take them, take them literally. <laughs> All right, let's get into it now. Yeah, the stack of stupidity. So, let's start things off with a uh, follow-up story from last week. Um, So, remember, I think we led with this last week, the January 6th insurrectionist who got caught by the FBI with uh, the dangerous, hateful, fully constructed Lego set, like the Lego build of the Capitol? Yeah. Well... (laughs) This makes it even better. So it was still in the box. Huh. He didn't even build the thing. And, like, apparently this was enough. Sounds like it sounds like it was a big part of the scheme. (sighs) Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe that was where the hate came in. They're like, oh, my God, he deconstructed the Capitol. Mm. He he clearly planned on destroying it. He wanted to disintegrate it. Oh, my God. Where are these people coming up with this shit? Like, you know, it, it used to be, like... You had to have actual evidence? Like, isn't this pretty circumstantial? It's pretty damn circumstantial. Maybe he has it because he actually cares about our country and its institutions. I mean, I'm pretty sure the people that were there that day weren't there because they wanted to burn things down or destroy it. Because if you if you watch, they didn't do that. They're there because they care a lot about civics. Like, honestly, these are people that, like, a decade or two ago, they'd be watching C-SPAN. They're like, look, I mean, there's a procedural vote going on. We've got to get there. We've got to pressure Mike Pence into doing the right thing and not certifying the electors. <laughs> like, this doesn't sound like anarchists that are trying to blow up a building. I mean, I don't know. I think I think the real criminal here is Lego. I mean, yeah. the the Lego company, let's face it, they, they've been handing out blueprints of our grocery stores and our airplanes and our, you know... Statues of Liberty for years now, Oof. and they're, they're an international company. I mean, any person, whether they be a terrorist, insurrectionist, uh, you know, a school shooter, it doesn't matter. They can go to the Lego store and buy a Lego set. And, you know, I mean, honestly, I think it's time that we that we do a hard-hitting uh, journalism on the Lego company. Yeah, they, I mean, where are they really getting their money from? Where are they getting their their plans? Where are they getting their blueprints? You know, that's a great question. I want to know, did Lego ever make a build of the Twin Towers? You know, that's Because if they did, I mean, fuck Larry Silverstein. He had nothing to do with it. It was it was big Lego. Big Lego. You got to look into <laughs> it. 
Gotta take it seriously. If, if only the CIA had the brains that we have in this room, they would figure this out. Seriously. <laughs> and speaking of security apparatus insanity, um, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence has apparently badly photoshopped a blind guy and a woman in a wheelchair into its annual demographic report for extra woke points. So, like, they don't have enough actual, uh, you know, like, minorities or whatever. So they're like, hey, look, we got a, we got a blind guy. He's got, some, he's got some sunglasses on and a cane. Well, it's not that they maybe don't have enough, but, you know, a lot of people with disabilities, you can't see them. So they said, you know what, we need people who are visibly disabled. You need to look at them and know something is fucking wrong with them and that we hired them anyway. So let's get some stock images. Of some people with problems. Oh my god, I'm looking at the picture now, and you can tell that it's Photoshop. Like, like you know how, like, if it's Photoshop, like, the color's a little bit off? Yeah. Like... And, like, the dimensions are off, like, they're, like, there's not the right size, or, like, they're, like, yeah. shorter, or, like, something's... Yeah. And, and the, the blind guy literally looks like, if you type in Google, blind dude. Like, he, he does have sunglasses on, and he's got, like, a seeing eye dog... And a cane. Like, he's got all the props. Why would he be holding that for a picture? <laughs> right. Like, what? Like, where is he going? Like, I'm surprised they didn't, like, uh, you know, put, like, a, a graphic on there with an arrow pointing at him. Like, look, there's a blind guy uh, right next to one of our blacks. And it's like, <laughs> the woman in the wheelchair is, like, holding a smartphone or something. Like, why would she be holding her phone for the picture? Maybe the phone controls the wheelchair. And she's like... Remember, like, the Burger King Kids Club? Like, how come they never got to, like, have ultra-technical powers? Like, when I was a kid, I always thought that the handicapped people had advantages on us. Because, mm. like, you look at the X... Was it the X-Men? Yeah. That motherfucker was, like, psychic or something. You know, was his name Mr. X? I don't know. I didn't watch the X-Men. I, I, I was a big fan of X-Men. X-Men's the original woke comic, if you ask me. <laughs> but the wheelchair dude in the X-Men, you know, Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Professor X. He's got powers. And, uh... Do you think all disabled people have powers? Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it anymore. Now I know that, you know, they're, uh... Disabled? Yeah, disabled. Yeah. Well, think of the blind guy. Another another one with powers. Daredevil. I mean, Daredevil can't even see. And he can kick, like, ten guys' ass at once. Like, he can't see you, but he knows Kung Fu. You know, that's going to come in real handy. That's going to come... I bet, I bet this blind guy that they photoshopped into the freaking poster is a uh, kung fu master. He probably is. I don't know why the dog... The dog's just there to, like, distract yeah, the you. dog looks like he a badass. <laughs> yeah. That dog has no superpowers. I, and that dog is not a... Uh, it's not a real seeing-eyed dog. No, hell no. no. That dog's probably not even alive anymore. Oh, God. Looks like he has diabetes. Anyway, it's just... It's that the you know the stupidity that these people will go to you know like 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 we're supposed to be blind like we can see it's badly photoshopped why can't you I mean really why is the director of national intelligence putting any pictures of people that actually work there out there that's a great question like uh, honestly we're not supposed to know I, I'm I'm gonna start studying this <laughs> with everything that's going on I want to know who's showing up at my door asking me about my uh, vaccination status. <laughs> Um, anyway, moving on from this story, um, let's go to Ohio, uh, where we've got a woman who, um, well, if they're looking for disabled people, she might be a great candidate for a job in Washington, because uh, I'm assuming, just reading this headline, she might be for real disabled. Um, oh, jeez. So, a woman let God take the wheel 
as a test of faith in a high-speed crash. Oh, no. According to the police report. Oh, no. I have a feeling God was watching her and being like, don't do that. Don't, 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 don't. I can't do nothing from up here. I mean, God might have been too busy wiping George Floyd's picture <laughs> off the mural and he wasn't paying attention at the time. Or maybe God just wanted this to happen. Yeah, maybe God didn't like her. I wouldn't have. I, mean, <laughs> I wouldn't have blamed him. Um, so, yeah, it was a high-speed collision. Uh, I... Uh, so she's 31 years old. Oh, interesting. So she told the officers about this. Wait, what? She yeah. admitted it? Yeah, she was going 100 miles an hour, and she drove through a red light. And her kid was in the freaking front seat. Yeah, her 11 year old daughter. 11 year old daughter was there with her. Does this woman have schizophrenia? What the hell's wrong with her? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that she probably does. <laughs> But they didn't detect any sign of impairment for drugs or alcohol. Right. The the impairments from her schizophrenia. So, um, yeah, she told the police that she intentionally drove at the high rate of speed, intentionally drove through the red light to test her faith with God. Like, this is like those people that, like, you know, like, that take, like, the snakes, you know, like the venomous snakes. You're like, if this snake bites me, then you know I'm not pure and I'm not, I'm not with God. I don't know. But, but. I, I, so I, love, I love her reasoning behind this. She told police she's been going through some trials and tribulations. Well, bitch, you're about to go through quite a few more. Um, and she was recently fired from her job. I can't imagine why. Her decision-making skills and critical thinking are so on point. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking those trials and tribulations might have something to do with her. You know, if with you're her. the common denominator. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess luckily the, the child survived, and I'm assuming that maybe the child will um, go to a better home, man. This lady, I mean, with a brain like that, I mean, she ought to be in the White House. Yeah, I don't think she's gonna get, I don't think she's gonna get a new job anytime soon. I don't think DoorDash is gonna be taking her in with fucking let God take the wheel. Hey, at least you're not gonna have to wait too long. As long as, as long as God doesn't see it to, you know, get her in a crash that day. She'll be like, oh yeah, you know, your, your estimated time of delivery is 8 o'clock, but I'm going to be there at 7.30. <laughs> I'm taking the back streets, 150 miles an hour, baby. All right, well, let's, uh, let's move on to Wyoming, where a farmer was also involved in a traffic accident last week. Um, but he did handle it in style, unlike that woman. All so, right. um, basically, he survived on Keystone Light for two days after getting pinned under his ATV. This can't, this isn't real. Oh, yes, it is. This is a commercial. This is like a, like a Jack Black commercial. Or like, uh, with Keystone. Uh, Keystone just gets it done or whatever. <laughs> Is this real? <laughs> it is. It is. So he had a cooler full of frosty Keystone lights um, when he was going out to round up a loose cow with his ATV. Uh, but he did flip the ATV over on himself, which smashed his ribs up and um, basically, you know, forced him to just survive on a stash of brews for two days straight. So he he was pinned. I'm really having trouble understanding how this works because... So the the cooler full of beers, twenty four beers or whatever, he's got a full rack of uh, Keystones. Yep. It just so happened to land like right next to him as he's pinned under an eight. How big is this fucking ATV? I mean, ATV. 
Yeah, I don't know. They can be pretty big. And, and Maybe if he big. wasn't drunk on piss beer, he would have been able to just kind of push it off. Yeah, that would have been nice. I mean, that would have been nice. I mean, how hard is his job as a cow? I know that the, the, the cowboy work is not easy work. But how hard is it that you got to grab a rack of keystones just to go out and wrangle a, a wrangle a steer or whatever? Look, I'm just saying that I don't think that cowboys of old had these issues. Like, you <laughs> grabbed your horse... And the horse ran out fast and gathered up the cow. It's when we started introducing all these, you know, modern cowboys said, I can't go anywhere without my beer. So they invented the ATV, which is like, you know, man's mistake. Because everybody who's ridden an ATV knows these things are not safe. Like They're tra- not safe. He sounds more like a dude that, that's hanging out on a golf course in Florida. You know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, well, at least he had a good time. You know, he might have actually gotten a buzz on by day two. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink Keystone Live, people. Yeah. Um, anyway, speaking of big trucks, well, good thing this guy wasn't a little farther west. Really? Yeah, so this is hilarious. Speaking of funny shit on Twitter, and I've, I've finally unlocked the way to use Twitter. It's not really to tweet. It's not really to interact with people. Because they're going to hide what you say anyway. And if you say anything really funny, you're going to get suspended for it. Sure. Um, it's just to kind of lurk and look at the deranged, crazy leftist on anybody with pronouns in their bio. Just, ah. just sit there and, and look at their tweet. They're going to say like 50 crazy things a day. And some guy in Portland, and if you saw the picture, you wouldn't know this is a guy. Uh, but speaking of his pronouns. What the hell's his name? Hammy? Ham, uh, Hammy, but he's a he him. So you know that. I mean, I assume so. The mustache kind of gave it away. Uh, Well, I mean, this is Portland. That shouldn't give too much away. Um, But anyway, this guy got super, super freaked out when he saw a big old pickup truck parked on the side of the street. Now, this guy (laughs) is on his bicycle. Um, He's got his big old bicycle helmet in, in bright orange safety a safety helmet on. Well, he posed next to the truck, and he's so small that... Even with his big old safety helmet on, he barely goes above the grill of the truck. To be fair, the truck does look like it's like, you know, seven feet tall. Yeah, because this guy's, he's like Danny DeVito over there. (laughs) Uh, And and then he he tweeted, is this street legal? How do we report this? Who do we report it to? And he tagged the Portland Police Bureau. I mean, does it have a license plate? Because if so, I'm pretty sure they already know about it. It, It's got a license. I mean, it's just a pickup truck. I mean, it's a nice... Big pickup truck, but, like, I mean, here in the South, everybody's got a pickup truck. Yeah. And I, I would hope that you have a, a pickup truck big enough to scare this pansy liberal. I love how they they tag the Portland police <laughs> in this. Like, like, they don't have anything better to do. Like, I'm scared. There is a large vehicle. What does this man do when he sees a semi-truck? Well, maybe he thinks... Maybe he shits his pants. Like, does he think this is a Decepticon? <laughs> Yeah, this, this man would not survive one day in Alex Jones's Austin, Texas. I'll tell you that. Oh much. no, he'd see his tank, and he would literally <laughs> shit his pants. Like, he's not even man enough to be an Austin liberal. He just has to be all the way in the zone in Portland. Oh my god, uh, it's hilarious. Though. He looks like a like a sixty year old woman that's a librarian or something. He really does. He looks like Kristen Chenoweth on a very bad day. <laughs> it's, it's very sad. And the best thing is, everybody, everybody, like the ratio was just. Chef's kiss. I mean, because how can you defend this? I saw one guy that was like, oh, yeah, I agree. 
these things shouldn't be legal. And these things? <laughs> yes, meaning pickup trucks. You can't have a pick. I mean, how, look look at this little bicycle. <laughs> it's not this. even a bicycle. I don't think it is. That looks like something weirder than a bicycle. It looks like. Like a Segway? I guess it is a bicycle. Well, that's... he's just got a messenger bag attached. Oh, that's why. Yeah, he's a purse attached to his bicycle. That's why it looks a little It's bad. a purse. It's, no, it's European. Okay, well, go back to Europe. They don't have room for these trucks in Europe. Maybe that's why he's so scared. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's fine. I, I used to live in Portland. I got out when I saw what was happening to that fucking town. Um, but you would see, you'd see, you'd see people riding around the street on unicorn, or not unicorns. What are they called? Unicorns. Unicycles. <laughs> These days, it wouldn't surprise me, to be honest. Really it, it'd probably be, it'd probably be a dude from the Pride Parade dressed like a unicorn in a thong. Um, but no, you'd see people riding around on unicycles. Like, I remember regularly. seeing that on Portlandia and thinking, "Wow, this place is weird." It's a real thing. It's. There, it don't used to be weird. Have, no, yeah. Aren't they also like really big into like farm to table type food? Like, what do they think farmers drive? Typically, pickup trucks. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe they How used to the be. How does the farm food get to the table? Now they get their food from a lab from Bill Gates. Oh, oh you know what? <laughs> I, I shudder to imagine what they're going to be eating ten years from now. Like, oh yeah, I've got these little organic cubes. Um, it's great because it's got all the nutrients that I need for the day, and it's just compacted into a one-inch square. Uh, Soil and <laughs> green. It's not people. By then, they're gonna they're gonna have devolved into like four foot tall creatures. They're gonna look like gray aliens. They're gonna, like, they're gonna really great. My carbon footprint is minuscule. They're gonna be so proud of themselves. They're gonna have solved the overpopulation and climate change and the animal cruelty issue all in one. Yeah, they're gonna. <laughs> they give you little alien people. We solved it. That's the aliens. There you go. Portland residents. Anyways, <laughs> before this gets any weirder, we are getting a call. All right. Uh, you want to take it? Yeah, all right. Hello, area code 720. You're on with the War on Morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Yeah, this is Sam uh, in Boulder, Colorado. Um, you know you know me, right? From the liberal show. Oh, God. With, with, Sam, Sam. with Pam and Sam. Why are you still listening to our show, for God's sake? I don't. I don't really like to listen to your show. I hate listening to your show. And, and anytime you say anything really offensive, I I record it and and I send it. I send it to the ADL. Um, I send it to the White House. I send it to Facebook. I I actually I'm the reason that you got uh, your last YouTube strike. That was me. <laughs> Sounds like you're one of our biggest fans. I am, I am, I am. Actually, I am. Um, I, I wanted to actually talk about the last story. You, you, um, you don't get it. You don't get it, man. You're talking about the big, uh, the, the hateful trucks. The hateful trucks, right? Yeah, you know, you're right, Sam. I don't get being scared of a pickup truck. You, maybe you can explain no. it to me. Well, you need to be scared because they belch out carbon into the atmosphere and they're killing the planet and they're going to make it so none of us, we can't even breathe the air. Um, I mean, it, 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 I don't understand how you, how you could see it any other way. They need to be taken off the streets. What, they so need just to ban them. all pickup trucks? Ban all, ban all pickup trucks, ban all trucks, ban all cars, ban all buses, ban, ban all vans. 
there's no reason that human beings need need to have motor vehicles. They're bad for the environment. They're 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 the worst thing for the environment. Okay, have you I thought mean, about he, he, how that would negatively impact people of color, low income communities, and the disabled? They because- don't have cars. They don't blacks and stuff. They don't have vehicles, so they actually have been systematically oppressed because white people, you know, they get to own a car just like they own a slave. You know, and that's Sam, why they all get to have ins- a job and make more money. You're being insane. How, a lot of those people take public transportation to get to doctor's appointments. What are you saying? They should you just need- die sick? No, it's the the blacks. I mean, they're very athletic. They can walk. They can run. Oh they can, I mean, they're going to actually, this is going to eat make more equity because it's going to make it so the black man who's you know he's he's more used to to running because like they run from the the racist police all the time um and they run to play basketball as hell right now sam like i don't how i sound racist i'm anti-racist i'm actively anti-racist that's why i'm i'm organizing a protest right now we're gonna go down to denver i'm gonna bring Everybody I can. I'm going to bring hundreds. I'm going to bring thousands. And we're going to chant down automobiles, even electric cars. Because, you know, the electric cars, they they have to get that power from somewhere. And if you ask me, it's white power. So we're going to have a, a an anti-vehicle protest. And, and we're going to take the all vehicles off the streets. We're going to give it back to Mother Earth. Okay, well, Sam, how are you going to get to the Capitol? To Denver, it's uh, it's not that far. I think it's like forty miles or so. You're gonna walk forty miles? No, we're gonna take an Uber. You never heard of Uber? That's a freaking vehicle, Sam. It doesn't it it doesn't count because I don't own I don't own the car. Okay, well if nobody can own a car, how the hell do you expect to use Uber, big genius? Fuck you. You know what? Just fuck you. You're the hypocrite. You are. Bye. I mean, uh, all vehicles. Just, just get rid of them all. Why not? Why, I, you know. I mean, I mean, I that, that man is probably scared of his own fucking farts. I mean, what the hell? Yeah, because they put CO2 into the atmosphere. Oh! oh. I mean, we, we, uh, yeah, I mean, if you think bovine farts are bad... <laughs> You know. Try vegan farts. Yeah, Jesus. Anyway, how do we follow up a call like that? Well, why not a story about another communist idiot, of course. Um, albeit a much more famous one than the dude from the liberal show. Oh, Karl <laughs> Marx. I, he kind of looks like Karl Marx now, actually. Um, of course, we're talking about uh, Black Widow star David Harbour. First uh, of all, I have a lot I have a lot of questions. Okay? Yeah. We're calling him Black Widow. Oh, I mean, it's topical. Yeah. Has anybody even seen Black Widow? He's clearly from Stranger Things. Stranger Things. What's his name in Stranger Things? Hopper. Hopper. Yeah, the the sheriff guy. Yeah. Well, it turns out he's a commie. Oh. Yeah. He has come out. uh, He's come out and, and very brave for Hollywood these days. He's come out and said that no one could disagree with socialism. Well, that that is convenient because I think he has a net worth of like $6 million. So um, I'll be taking my share uh, as soon as possible. Honestly, he might already like be be redistributing that wealth because how do you star in Stranger Things and Marvel movies (laughs) and 
I mean, I, I know it sounds ridiculous to just put an only before the six million figure. Yeah, but that's uh, but, I mean, shockingly small for a net worth. Yeah, like, I would think that he net would... Net worth put, includes all your assets. Like, that's not even how much he has in the bank. That's, like, his house, his car, everything. He must be an idiot. I mean, not, not just because he's out there uh, espousing the virtues of fucking Marxism, but because, I mean... No wonder he's espousing yeah. the values of fucking Marxism. Other people in Hollywood have billions, and he's only got <laughs> six million. I bet that Millie Bobby Brown, like, has tripled the net worth of this yeah, guy. Yeah, he's probably waiting for his <laughs> check from them. What an idiot. Well, he, he, he definitely does look like a socialist, though. Like, he looks like he could uh, he could fit in in Portland. Like, he's got a beard down... <laughs> Like down he to his looks belly. Ridiculous in the, the Black Widow movie. I'm just gonna say, like, they, most times when you see somebody in a superhero outfit, they have like a clean shaven face. Yeah. This guy looks like a hobo that got a hold of some old raggy superhero costume. Well, I've I haven't seen the movie, but apparently he plays like a communist Captain America. Like he he's called the Red Guardian. And everybody knows that in communism, it's hard enough to get a potato or toilet paper. I mean, we can't be shoving, shelling out Gillette razors left and right here. Well, hey, folks? I mean, I'd have to assume that the Red Guardian's in the, you know, he's in the party. Yeah. He probably has access to the razors. He might even have access to meat that's not rancid. <laughs> um, but, yeah, apparently he was well cast. I love, I, love, I love this quote from him, too. If you work at Starbucks and you make the coffee, then you should own it. You're the one making the coffee. You're not the one who got the business loan to buy the real estate or took on the liability of hiring employees or had to develop the recipes or invest in the marketing and branding. But no, you turned on a coffee machine. I don't think that you should should trouble his Hollywood mind with economics. Honestly, I'm going to get a job. Somebody should trouble his mind with economics. (laughs) Dude's poor as fuck. He's going to be broke, but, like, I mean, you think you're going to keep getting roles for everybody? Like, you, you lucked into that Stranger Things uh, deal. I, I saw him in a movie uh, the other day. I saw this uh, as an aside. you got to see this movie. It's called Black Mass. We're it's just awesome. plugging movies now? Well, no, it was actually a good movie. It was about uh, Whitey Bulger. Anyway, what, yeah, what are we talking about? You know what, folks? Yeah, go, go, yeah. go watch Black Mass. Go watch maybe, Black Mass. It's a mob can, movie. Maybe you can contribute $2 to David Harbour's uh, net worth so he can go buy a coffee and make someone a business owner. Yeah, j- just with one viewing of a, <laughs> of a Boston mob movie, you too can feed David Harbour and maybe let him understand... That capitalism has value. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> Speaking of Black Widow stars, we've got a story here about Black Widow herself. Uh, Scarlett Johansson apparently is ranting and raving about women in Hollywood being underpaid due to sexism. Uh, is she only worth $6 million too? Oh, no, no. She made $56 million in 2019. <laughs> so, you know, vastly underpaid. Wait, wait, wait. So, so, all right, so David Harbour, white male, um... <laughs> White, white male David Harbour is worth how much less than, uh, than Scarlett there? He's worth six million total lifetime net worth. Okay, she how much is she 56 worth? Fifty-six million in one year. <laughs> and she's saying that women are underpaid in They're Hollywood. They're underpaid. They're underpaid. What does she think she should be worth? She makes more money than most men in Hollywood. She's worth a hundred and sixty-five million dollars. I mean, see, that's an that's an actually like a, a decent chunk of change. Yeah, there. you can do something with that. She could produce her, her own fucking Marvel movie with money like that. I mean, obviously, she spent too much time with uh, with old Captain Marvel there when they were shooting Endgame. 
What's going on there? I, I, I smell the uh, celebrity ink couple of uh, Communist USA. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Scarlett, you could be replaced by CGI and nobody would notice. She could be replaced by a blow-up doll and nobody would notice. Have you ever seen her emote in a movie? It does not happen. No, no. I mean, well, if it wasn't for Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. It wasn't for- <laughs> let's, let's just move on. All right, well, if you thought... If you thought that we were done with Disney alienating their customers, you thought wrong. Um, (laughs) Disney World has canceled Christmas. I'm sorry, what? Disney World, Christmas, no more. Okay, I'm going to need you to to explain some shit real quick. Okay, well, they didn't cancel it for everybody. They just canceled it at Disney World. um, Because obviously Christmas is white supremacy. Christmas is hateful. um, Christmas is... Uh, homophobic. Um, so they're, the big, the big headline there is they got rid of something called Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Um, they replaced it with something called Disney's Very Merriest After Hours. Okay, first of all, that's not, that's not nearly as catchy at all. Second of all, I don't understand what these people actually fucking want. Okay? Like, because you don't celebrate a holiday, you can't enjoy celebrating it with other people? That's ridiculous. That's like saying if it's my kid's birthday party, we have to celebrate your kid's birthday too. <laughs> I mean, it's apparently Disney... Has... I mean, it's not like they put up the signs December 1st, no Jews allowed. Well, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh. I would, well, it's funny. They go from on, on one on one minute, it's like, you know, like, like the Jews control media or whatever. And the next minute, it's like, it's like they're basically like, hey, let's open Auschwitz back up. <laughs> let's nuke Israel. I, I don't get it. But I think this has more more to do with just the fact that they hate Christians and they hate America. Uh-huh. Um, so they don't want to have Christmas anymore at Disney World, which honestly sounds like burning money. It sounds it like just taking a big pile of money and just setting it on fire. Well, Disney already proved that they don't need our money and they don't need our approval. I mean, what other freaking business... Has two theme parks as their, or like actually more than that. I mean, they have theme parks worldwide that they can close down for a year and a half and not hurt at all. Yeah, at well, all. And I mean, if you, I don't, I don't watch their, their channel because why would I? But apparently, like they've just been taking all of their properties and like, you know what? This needs this needs a drag queen cuddling up against a six-year-old. Love that. Let's roll that out there. So obviously, it, it's almost like. They're, it's like uh-huh. it's like they're running some kind of a scheme. We're like, let's see how much we can tank the value of our brand, and then just like, and then we'll we'll denounce all this in five years, and we'll buy it at like you know a third of the value. I mean, I just don't understand who the hell they think. You know what? Actually, I was about to say something because. Uh, I thought in my head for a minute that we were still living in, like, a normal time. Like, when I was growing up, the people who really liked Disney and were, like, really into Disney were, like, the Christian families. Oh, no, Like, no. the Christian families that I grew up <laughs> They've with. They've been muscled out. They, they were really <laughs> into Disney. And now it's their kids who have turned into, like, transsexual liberals who are really into Disney in, like, a weird, like, complex and they don't have children type way it's like they're reliving their they they want to relive their childhood i don't know i I play armchair psychologist all day but it's really sick it's like disney is supposed to be for families if you don't have a family why the hell do you get a say in what they do yeah it's just like it's like purple haired uh 80 pound waifs 
that are male <laughs> and like fat dudes with a, with a big beard and a dress and they're just like looking at, at the park going, oh wow look at the lights and they go there like five times a month that this is the new disney demographic so honestly i mean those people are big fans of christmas so yeah well yeah. that's true maybe maybe instead of putting up a christmas tree they'll just burn an american flag <laughs> maybe they'll replace mickey Mouse. I mean, honestly mickey mouse he's racist I've actually seen this. I'm not. Everything's racist to these people, but Mickey Mouse, they say, is he's like modeled on um, on minstrel shows. Like, how come he's got the gloves? How come he's got that black face? And Donald Duck is a white male. Yeah. So they're gonna get rid of Disney. They're gonna get rid of Mickey Mouse. They're gonna get rid of Donald Duck. They're gonna replace him with who else? Ursula. No, no. Rainbow dildo butt monkey. Come on. If Ursula's not a freaking drag queen, I don't know what is. Yeah, honestly, Ursula does look like the typical uh, Disney <laughs> Disney customer <laughs> these days. Uh, anyway. All right, moving yeah. on. Uh, no worries, theme park fans. At least you'll always have Universal Studios. And speaking of Universal Studios, they're uh, facing a lawsuit. Why? Well, one of their characters, uh, Gru, I guess his name is. Apparently, he's from the Despicable Me movie. Yeah, he's like the 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 the, the big, evil. creepy looking guy. He's supposed to be like a super villain. Sure, with sure. the pointy nose. Yeah. yeah, he's got the minions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I grew. I saw the minions, and I said I'm staying the fuck away from whatever that is. So I have no context, but. Grew, the character, apparently made the okay gesture in photos with some young uh, children who happen to be biracial, and now their families are suing Universal Studios for $30,000. Because he, oh, I get it, because Universal Studios, it's supposed to be better than okay, it's supposed to be like a great time. No, no, o- no, no, because they're saying that the okay symbol is a hateful <laughs> racial symbol. It's it's uh, apparently a sincere expression of white supremacy, according to the Anti Defamation League. The all knowing. Oh yeah, the ADL. Let's let's all bow down to the ADL. Are these people fucking serious? The dude in a in a theme park costume went like this, just like everybody does. Hey, it's okay. Hey. And they're like, oh my god, what a Nazi. Totally. I like how in the picture they blurred it out. They blurred out his hand so you don't see the <laughs> the hate symbol. I mean, yeah, what are we gonna do for the deaf people? Because in ASL, American Sign Language, that's the number nine. Well, you know, number nines are obviously racist. Racist. Yeah. Um, I, I I just really don't know what these people thought they were going for. I mean, they're suing Universal Studios for thirty grand, like one. Like, that's gonna fucking hurt them. Like, your court costs are gonna cost more than the 30 grand you could potentially win. I mean, and what do they think, like, did this do damage? Is this psychologically damaging oh, to the apparently, four-year-old? Apparently, the-, <laughs> the, the girl suffered mental anguish, loss of dignity, humiliation, embarrassment, and other emotional distress. That's because she realized who her parents were. <laughs> I don't think it had anything to do with the theme park mascot. Throw it up a thumbs up or whatever. Well, no, the thumbs up something even worse, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. honestly... It's basically a sig aisle. These parents <laughs> had their kids take a picture with a character from the movie Despicable Me. Wait, isn't he supposed to... He's a supervillain. Yes! So he was just being... An, so let's let's take him at their word. This is a white supremacist uh, symbol. He was just trying to, like... He was trying to enliven the experience and make them feel the evil. 
You know, I think that's a bit of a stretch. Well, I mean, you know, you, you watch those old Disney cartoons. You ever see the one where, like, Donald Duck punches Hitler? Or maybe, I, I think it was Donald Duck. But he, maybe it's Bugs Bunny. Disney again. Disney again. This is Universal Studios. They've always been very progressive. <laughs> All right. Well, Gru, stop being a Nazi. Stop telling people it's okay. God. Anyway, speaking of uh, racism hysteria, let's move on from the theme parks. Um... The Euros wrapped up a week ago. Really exciting soccer tournament. Um, it was a little nauseating if you were watching it because they were just having to fucking shoehorn that BLM nonsense in there. But it was a, it was a lot of fun. Italy ended up beating England in the finals. They're super excited over there. But guess what? What? Well, the Italian soccer team, rather than getting celebrated for being the champions of Europe, they're getting blasted for not being diverse enough. Uh, the problem? The Italian team is not diverse enough. Yeah, the problem is... The team that represents Italy. Yeah, people are mad that they've got too many Italians on the team. Really? That is shocking and devastating. <laughs> yeah, so so The Economist is uh, leading the charge on this, that, uh, that news. I don't know what The Economist is doing talking about soccer anyway, but they, they let a... Uh, 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 their, their paragraph on this was the most striking aspect of Italy's 26-man squad before it even took to the pitch was that alone among the main contenders, it did not include a single player considered as being of color. Well, you know... Because they're all Italian! It's, 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 it's hard to... What, what do you think goes on in these people's brains exactly? Like, have they just been, like, shocked with, like, a dog collar for too long? Like, what the hell's wrong with them? They have to find racism. They have to find bigotry everywhere, even if it's not there. And I think these Italians were literally, like, sitting there and, and, and doing the knee and everything before the game, too. So they were trying to kiss the, uh, the, the big black ass of BLM. Um, and the best thing is, there's black players on the team. They just didn't happen to be starting. They were on the bench. So this guy was looking there. Well, saying that's it's, racist. Oh, yeah. Well, look look how good it did for England. England actually lost the game. And I'm probably getting a little too much into the weeds here. But England lost the game because this went to a penalty shootout. And rather putting rather than putting their best players in the penalty shootout, where you have to score more than the other team in order to win the game, England literally was like, how many black guys do we got? Let's, let's roll no, out you, all our... you got to be they, they did do this. They put. They were like, "We're gonna make this historic." England. I, I don't think they've ever won this tournament. They're like, "We're gonna win it with a black man scoring the winning goal." So they took like guys off of the, like their deep bench, and they're like, "All right, you, you're taking the shot, buddy." Instead of like their star players, I saw a clip from like a pub in England, and there was all these black dudes, and they were just doing a chant. It was going, "Give it to a black guy, he'll score," and they were just chanting that over and over. And then the guy who I'm sure is a Really good athlete. He made England's starting team, but he wasn't their best penalty kick shooter. He didn't make the shot. I mean, everybody knows that if you want to be racially aware and and woke and diverse, you have to buy into the racial stereotype that black guys are good at sports. You know, I mean, by this logic, we need to totally revamp, like, pretty much every league in America. We do. I mean, have you watched an NBA game? Like, I haven't, actually, but... (laughs) I don't, I don't want to watch the NBA anymore. We but, will no longer be accepting athletes from the states of Wisconsin, Idaho, 
or uh, Ohio. So. I was going to say the opposite. Like, if the NBA is like 95% black, obviously that's racist. There's too many. Oh, We've got to be more diverse. We need more Idaho farm boys on the Lakers. <laughs> um, I mean, it's... Calling Coeur d'Alene. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Anyway. Well, staying in Italy, we've got uh, one more story for this block straight out of a Monty Python sketch or something here. All right. We've got uh, criminals who were disguised as cardinals busted by police who were disguised as priests. Was this at a brothel or something? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the, the, this is a really complicated scheme. Uh, these alleged fraudsters dressed up as cardinals and priests to trick people into giving them money by promising loans from the Vatican Bank. Okay. So, did people... Oh, so they... I'm so confused. So they, they pretended that they were from the Vatican. And Correct. They were, like, they they were, were like, like high-ranking cardinals. Right, right. And they were just walking around and, you know, saying like, Oh, do you need a loan, apparently? Um, and they would present themselves as the Vatican's intermediary. Um, and apparently this worked. They swindled people out of 1.7 million pounds or euros or whatever they use over there over the course of 20 different successful scams. So they're like, you know, you want to get a loan? Well, I can get one from a higher authority. <laughs> <laughs> I am a cardinal. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god, so the only way to catch them is to join them, right? If you can't beat them, join them. So the police dress up as fake priests, and that sure enough did it. So of course the cardinals are going to go to the priests and be like, you know, hey priest, you want to get a little bit of this money too? You want a little bit of the pizza pie? (laughs) You would think that the cardinals, the fake cardinals would have enough sense to know that the priests might know who the cardinals were. You might think. I I mean... Maybe they had to go to confessional. Maybe they truly were Catholics. I I imagine that's actually how this happened. I feel so bad, Father. I'm going to make out uh, two million dollars here, but I tell everybody I'm a cardinal and I'm not being a cardinal. Well, that's funny because uh, my son, I tell everybody I'm a priest, but I'm really the police, so come out with your hands up. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, if, if that's the worst thing to happen to him in a confessional, well... Could be worse. Anyway, we're getting called before this gets worse. Um, this is a new one. Area code 360. You're on with the War on Morons. Uh, go ahead and state your name and where you're calling from. Hey, yeah, it's anaphylactic. I'm in Olympia, Washington. <laughs> it is who? A- anaphylactic? Yeah, anaphylactic. You you know me. Uh, well, maybe. I don't know. I'm the singer of a punk band we're called Side Effects. Pretty, pretty big up here. All right. Um, what's uh, what's going on out there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, just uh, living life, man. You know, listening to your show, I got to tell you. Uh, you know, you you know us, the side effects. Uh, you know, we're a punk band down, up and down the West Coast. Uh, we were going to be called the Shockers, but we didn't want to be associated with that shitty metal band, Shocker. Hey, no. Um, Dirk Shocker's a friend of the show, so. Uh... What? <laughs> You're kidding. He's still alive? Jesus. Yeah, well, you know. Oh, man. We got beef. Anyways, I won't get into that today. I was just calling because, uh, you know, this last story you're talking about reminds me of the time of me and my my girls and my band. Uh, we were on tour in Tijuana, and, uh, man, we got some crazy times. <laughs> I tell you what, yeah. I can imagine. Tijuana gets pretty wild, right? Uh, yeah, you know, we've got, 
we thought we were doing something controversial. You know, we were we were dressed up as nuns. Uh, it was our bad habit tour, get it? <laughs> and, uh, you know, and we thought, like, you know, people would be like, oh, religious out there. And be like, oh, yeah, it's offensive or whatever, <laughs> you know. But um, apparently it's really common out there. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's actually a, a pretty well-known thing. Uh, one thing led to another. Um, you know, it turns out a bunch of drug dealers dress up as nuns and they smuggle drugs across the border. And uh, let's face it, I mean, it's a punk band. You know, we weren't getting paid a lot. So uh, the merch did not sell in Tijuana, okay? So, uh, you know, long story short, uh, you know, we wound up smuggling some heroin into California. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you hold on. I don't know why you're calling and admitting this. <laughs> that was a long time ago. What are you gonna do? Uh, you know, but uh, they yeah, some uh, drug mules and stuff. Uh, you know, they're just pretty decent guys, honestly, all things considered. You know. So you dressed up like nuns, and you, <laughs> what you, you, you just well, we already had the costume. I mean. <laughs> You know, what we're going to do, turn down a free thousand dollars? I would hope you'd get paid more than a thousand dollars. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, a thousand bucks is a thousand bucks, right? Yeah, a thousand bucks I didn't have before. <laughs> <laughs> and free heroin. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't tell them that, but yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I, I got to love it. People calling our show and admitting to uh, to pretty hardcore felonies. Although, this day and age, I mean, I don't think anybody cares anymore, do they? I mean, it's not like I gave you my real name. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's not Anna. What is it? Anaphylactic? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, anaphylactic. You get it? Like <laughs> anaphylactic shock. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna be called this. You know, is it, people think of me in soccer all the time. Yeah, well, I'll have to call you back some other day. I got some real beef with that guy, but uh, you guys should yeah. go on tour together. I, I don't know. I don't know if no, you like going God, on tour with no. uh, with with the what do you like? Like Riot Girls or whatever. <laughs> Oh, come on. Come on, we're cooler than that. We're much more hardcore. <laughs> hey, maybe, maybe. Well, uh, thanks for calling, uh, Anna. <laughs> and uh, try to stay out of trouble, all right? Uh, no, no way, man. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a new one. Uh, yeah, that's a new one. Uh, y- you know, that... You know, those, those, that, that rock and roll lifestyle, you know... You get in a, you get in some crazy situations. Apparently, anaphylactic. <laughs> and it, I, I like that she uh, mentioned Shocker though, because that's actually, um, well, spoiler alert. That's our commercial this week. Oh shit! Yeah. All right, all right, let's roll it. I'm Dirk Shocker from Shocker, um, and I approve this message. You know, my heavy metal career has brought me a life of fame and fortune, of sex and excess, so many thrills and too many pills, but now I'm ready to trade it all in for you, the love of my life, California! That's right, dude! (laughs) You probably thought I was talking about some chick, right? No way! Dirk Shocker rides solo, baby! But I've been all around the world breaking eardrums and breaking hearts 
And I gotta tell ya, there's nowhere in the world like my hometown of Hollywood, California, baby! <laughs> and that's why you gotta make me the governor! You see, somebody's fucked up our state. They fucked it up real bad because everywhere I look, there's a bunch of jungle boogies. Jungle boogies just cruising around, shooting up the block in South LA. Or, or there's dudes in lipstick, and they're trying to turn tricks out in West Hollywood. And, and, and don't even get me started on the valley, dude. Like, either one of the valleys. Like, nobody there speaks fucking English. And, and, I, and, and, and then there's fucking Koreans. And you can't even go to a goddamn Dodgers game or you'll get stabbed by a Mexican. Like, like, I'm just saying, if you make me the governor, I'm gonna make this place look like Germany or something. Someplace clean, you know? Someplace where people appreciate the shocker. You know, where people look like you and me, if you know what I'm saying. Jeez, still, still gonna be the governor. I, I don't even. I mean, I, anything that comes out of that man's mouth uh, <laughs> should have a censorship warning on it. Like he's going for it. He, uh, he's. You, <laughs> you, you thought Trump tweets were bad. I mean, I, I think. I mean, I think I can't even imagine Dirk Shocker as the governor of California. I, we, we won't he ain't ask. no Gavin Newsom. <laughs> no, no. And he's not, uh, he's no, uh, And he's Bruce no pussy ass bitch. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not. Anyway, um, we, we disavow Dirk Shocker. This is not an endorsement um, of Dirk Shocker. We don't, um, if you're still listening, Jen, um, that wasn't us speaking. That was Dirk Shocker. Right. He's the, uh, the, the racist, sexist, bigot, homophobe. <laughs> we certainly aren't. No. Nope. Anyway, let's start the last block of the night with, uh, well, more fake racism. Uh, because oh, we can, yay. Yeah, we can, can never, never get enough. Never get enough mileage out of that lol cow. Um, so, I, I don't even know where to start with this one. How about the headline? University course focuses on fixing racist soap dispensers. Racist fucking soap dispensers. Yeah, so, uh, and this isn't at the Ivy League. Apparently, David Duke got into uh, <laughs> got into producing uh, soaps. Um, so yeah, Princeton University course, so Ivy League school Princeton. here, and they um, they're they're focused on correcting racist technology um, because they have this theory that soap dispensers can't see dark skin <laughs> and cameras don't pick out black faces. Now, honestly. Oh, so talking about like the soap dispensers you buy at Walmart. They're talking about like those shitty ones you go. They, you, newsflash, they can't see anybody's fucking skin. You try to get soap out of one of those things in a public restroom, you're going to be standing there for a long freaking time. No, no, it's because it's secret Nazi technology. Okay, they, well, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> if it's Nazi technology, then I guess I should be passing when I put my hand in the soap dispenser, but apparently 
not. Honestly, this is, well, I, well, these are the people that believe in the fucking deadly coronavirus. So they're like, oh my God, the black guy didn't get any soap out of the soap dispenser. So, you know, now he, the coronavirus is just all over him. He's, he's going to be dead in like two days <laughs> or two weeks. I just, right? you know, can we? Uh, so this course actually ran for 15 weeks. What? And it saw students attempting to overturn what they described as racial biases built in tech and developing actively anti-racist solutions. So apparently they want they want to like create robots that specifically seek out dark skin. Look, guys, <laughs> as somebody that has dark skin, imagine, I don't want this. Imagine a soap dispenser picking you out of the room and like splooching on you so <laughs> I'm just trying to go about my... Like, it's bad enough when you go to, like, to, to the club or something, and there's that cretin in there that's got, oh, like, God. the soap and the... the Hand towels. Yeah. And what, what's it? The, um... I can't remember oh, what it's called. He's got the it? perfumes the, and the, um... What's it meant? The colognes. Yeah. And he's yeah. just like, you're just trying to take a piss. You're probably drunk. And it's, like, one in the morning. And some fucking guy's like... Hey, man, hey, man, let me spritz some of this stuff on you, man. Oh, God. Hey, man, you want me to dry your hands off for you? I don't. Hey, man, you want me to zip up your pants for you? Like, no, I want you to get the fuck away from me. Come on, let me have a dollar. Oh, Jesus. Let me have five bucks. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I, it just goes to show, you know, don't don't go to college, kids. No. Nothing good's going to happen. There. If you have learned nothing from this show out of our 90 episodes... That's the bottom line. Do not go to college. Absolutely not. And continuing on that theme, uh, here's another headline for you. Now, this teacher actually believes that kids who haven't seen a cicada are suffering from the effects of environmental racism. All right, now, hold up. Before we get into the story, who the fuck's seen a cicada? I mean, not anybody who's been alive in the past 17 years. Yeah, like, I, I thought the whole thing was that they just kind of stay buried underground and annoy you every night. But you don't exactly see them buzzing around, do you? No. No, yeah. not really. So do they think that... Do they think that only the white man can see the oh, mystical get, cicada? Get ready. Get ready. Not everyone gets to bear witness to the emergence of cicadas. Almost as quickly as you notice their song, nature dials the volume down, right around 42nd Street. By 38th Street, there's not a cicada to be seen or heard. Who the fuck is this person that, that, that came out with this? <laughs> this is lunacy. But why is 38th Street the boundary line for cicadas in our city? He's talking about Indianapolis. It may seem arbitrary. But to those who know Indianapolis's history, 38th Street is one of the most obvious dividing lines in our city. As one of our main historical lines of segregation, you know what? I'm just going to go out here and say it. I bet the people who live on 38th Street are freaking glad that the screaming, ancient, 17-year-old bugs aren't to be seen. Yeah, and, and not like Indianapolis, Indiana is known for fucking segregation, by the way. Mm. I mean, this is a little north of the, or the Mason-Dixon line, but still, think about it. This is yet another one where they're like, you know, let's, uh, let's inflict upon the minority something that sucks. <laughs> and, and who says, who says that, the, like, who says it's only white people that live on the one side of the street, you fucking idiots? Like, and people live all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And, and we all hate cicadas or 
Whatever the fuck they're Yeah, nobody them. likes them. Nobody likes to have bugs screaming all night. Yeah, just a few weeks ago end. we had a story about people calling the cops on them, remember? Yeah. You think those people down in Georgia that are calling the sheriff on the screaming bugs, you think they're like, boy, you know what? I really wish we had some blacks in the neighborhood that could <laughs> appreciate being kept up all night from these goddamn hell creatures. <laughs> For real. Anyway, who needs cicadas? When you've got fireworks. Huh. Yeah, moving out of the country and into the city, let's go to Nashville, where some Taco Bell employees almost burned their establishment to the ground, celebrating the 4th of July. Indoors? <laughs> yeah, by shooting off fireworks inside the restaurant. Um, <laughs> well, that's, that's quite an interesting celebration. Yeah, and it was July 5th, so these are the assholes that, that, that keep it going after the holiday Honestly, they had it coming. Uh, but yeah, they were they were shooting off the fireworks inside the Taco Bell. Things they got were doing this multiple times. Like, the first firework went off and nothing in their brain said, that's probably enough. We should probably take this outside. Nope. No. You, you gotta spice it up. I, I mean, what Taco Bell doesn't have enough traffic going through there that you you have time to do shit like this? Yeah, that's a great Every question. Every time I've been to a Taco Bell, like, it's it's a happening spot. Like, yeah. it's busy. But apparently, people know to avoid this one. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and it got so bad that they like fled the fled the restaurant. They ran outside while the fireworks were still going off, and then they realized that they locked themselves out and then set the restaurant on fire. Who could have predicted? You know what I would have done at that point? I would have ran for the border. You would have what? I would have ran for the border. You oh, the border. You remember the, 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 the Taco Bell? I run thought for you the said the porter, and I was like, what? I don't know. I, now I'm confused. I am too. All right, let's just move well, on. Well, I was going to say, are you sure this wasn't Beavis and Butthead at Burger World? Doesn't it sound like It sounds <laughs> exactly like a plot line from Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> hey, hey, Beavis, this is cool. Hey, Beavis. Yeah, yeah, fire, fire. Burn. Go on, oil. Burn World. Oh my god. Oh, well, that, that may not be the stupidest thing going on in restaurant kitchens these days. Really? Sticking with that theme. Uh, Alright. The UK may soon ban boiling lobsters alive in a landmark bill that acknowledges crustaceans and mollusks as sentient beings. Alright, so I think the lead here is that Great Britain has more time for the rights of fucking lobsters than its own citizens. Yes! I mean, have, you, have you seen England lately? There are millions and millions of people, and this has been happening for months, protesting in the streets of London for the right to be a goddamn human being. Wow. And, like, to leave their flat. And, and, and Parliament or whatever is like, yeah, you know what we need to be uh, worried about is, like, when you drop a lobster in the pot, doesn't it sound like it's screaming? <laughs> Please, let you're, you're killing us. These lockdowns don't make any sense. You're forcing us to take these deadly vaccines. Oh no, we don't want to, We don't want these crustaceans to feel any undue pain and suffering. <laughs> oh man! I want to know what Gordon Ramsay thinks about this. I was just thinking of him. I, I have a feeling things are going to get a, a little weird in his kitchens when we come back from these lockdowns and animal cruelty laws. And, like, how are they even going to know? Like, are they going to have, like, a restaurant monitor that, like, or maybe they're going to do it through sting operations. Like, they're going to send somebody undercover from, uh, from Scotland Yard and he's going to, like, 
Yes, I'll have a lobster thermidor. <laughs> oh my God. And then he'll have like a mole like uh, in, in the kitchen, just like, <laughs> let's see, is he going to stab it with a knife first? Or is he going to drop it in the pot? And then we'll make a color on him. Oh, man. <laughs> this may be the end of Gordon Ramsay's long-storied career. Who would have thought that freaking boiling lobsters would be the thing to take him down? Unbelievable. I mean, what what are they going to ruin next? I mean, they just, they just fucking ruin everything. They, you know, they try to take beef away from us. They try to make us eat goddamn worms or whatever. I mean, meanwhile, here in the United States, we can't even ban restaurant employees from setting off fireworks inside the goddamn establishment. But over in the UK, they're like, how should we ethically boil these animals for consumption? Well, I think America wins this one. I think America wins this one. I think so. I'd rather go to a restaurant that might catch on fire because they're having a... uh, um, (laughs) A final deletion match in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Then I have to worry about somebody being scared that my lobster is going to have his feelies hurt. For real. For real. Anyways, we're getting one last call. Why don't we just take it? Screw it. All right. Area code 561, you're on with the War on Morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. <laughs> the, oh, okay, first off, this Delroy Brown in in uh, in Riviera Beach, Florida, and from from One Love Caribbean restaurant, and I've got to say, and you've got to say, I was right, you were wrong. I was right, you were wrong. Sing it, sing it. What? What? What are you sing referring it, to here? Not, what? Wrap it out, wrap it out. No, cause, cause I've been telling you people for, for a uh, long time. I've been telling you people for, uh, for more than a year. You, the, the, you can't eat animals. It's not worth it. Too much money. Uh, you know, you can't eat, you, you know, you want to mack down on a, a lobster. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. A lobster costs like $10. Like $10. You buy it in book. $10. You want to eat a beef? Beef costs too much money. Chicken, too much money. I never cook any of that crap. And you, and you say I'm crazy. You say I'm bad for serving my customers what I serve them. But now I've been vindicated, man. Because you hear that last story? What yeah, and Delroy, the, the concern wasn't that the lobsters were too expensive. It was that... They- yeah, they say, they say that the lobster, you can't serve the lobster no more. You can't boil a lobster in a pot. You got to pick something else for the customer to eat. So from, 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 for, for, for what I... What I got to say is Delroy Brown, One Love Caribbean restaurant. I've been doing it the right way. I serve the people the Palmetto Bug. I serve the people the gecko off the street. I serve the people the grubs I dig up from underground. I tell them it's a lobster. I tell them it's a beef. I tell them it's anything but, you know, what it actually is. But now I might, I might could tell them what it is and they're going to be even happier. You know what? Delvor, you should absolutely do that. Start telling the people what you're serving them. That's right. We got uh, we got a special. So come on down. It's 141 Blue Heron Boulevard, Riviera Beach. We're serving up uh, the most delicious. It, it's like an oxtail soup, but it's made out of cockroaches. Uh, and we got that on. Spe- we got it on special for you. You come. You come on down. You you, you still in Florida? Oh, no, Delroy, I'm not, and I won't be coming down, but I'm uh, happy Hop for on the plane, come on integrity. down. Hey, hey, Delroy's been doing this original. I'm the original. I'm pretty sure you're the one and only. Eat bugs, it's good for you, and, and Mother Earth. Thank you, Delroy.
Well, that's just turned my stomach. I don't know about you. But, um... I mean, I mean you heard it here, folks. Um, if sorry you want, if you were eating dinner uh, during our show. I was going to say, if you want ethically sourced land lobsters and shrimp... I mean, how is this... One Love Caribbean restaurant. I mean, you know, some, nobody tell Delroy that the environmentally friendly eco-freaks actually want people to be doing shit like that. He's he'll, actually on trend. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they make him like he, he he'll be the next Greta or something. We're gonna be hearing about him in a couple of years. He's gonna be speaking in front of the UN. They're gonna be like, This restaurant, this daring restaurateur <laughs> from South Florida was years ahead of the curve. He's been feeding his customers bugs and grubs long before we made it illegal not to. Oh my god. Okay, you know, <laughs> I I gotta go throw up. So yeah. uh, have a good week everybody. Yeah, this was a fun one. See you next week for episode 91.